Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is the one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. The best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid the podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So come on. Come on to Anchor. Get your podcast started. It's the best way to podcast. It's easy. It's free. Can't be free. Come on over right now. And you get paid to podcast. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me in a diverse community of podcasts already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Gentlemen, I'm your host, Grand Hefe, and get ready for another episode of Unpopular Opinion. And how y'all doing today, man? Today, Friday, uh, what it is, July 6th, end of the week. Um, y'all got any plans? Today's been rough for me, man. Had a lot of stuff to do, man. Some unexpected things came up. Um, been running around all morning, uh, doing some stuff. Um, but, uh, I'm here, man, because, you know, I got to deliver the show. I'm actually kind of glad I waited to do the show today, man, because um, we got some news coming out of Oklahoma City today, man. Um, Carmelo Anthony and uh, Oklahoma City Thunder reached agreement to part ways uh, sometime this summer. Um, there's been reports um, from Woj and Royce Young, and if you want to trust anybody in this business, you definitely want to trust Adrian Wojnarowski because uh, you know he's going to have the inside scoop on everything. He's one of the most plugged-in individuals um, in NBA basketball. So, um, you know, there's he, he's reporting that also the Oklahoma City Thunder are exploring trade options um, as long as, you know, stretching uh, as well as stretching the contract out over the over the over the length before they cut them. Now, the reports are that both sides do have mutual respect. So the Oklahoma City Thunder will not um, basically tarnish um, his ability, Carmelo's that is, to go pick up a team in free agency. You know, they're not going to wait on it. So, so it hinder his his ability to go out and search for an, a new uh, team to play on, um, and I think that's pretty admirable. Um, but if you guys do remember, I said this about um, when was it? I said this about oh when free agency first started, and Paul we we realized that Paul George was staying in Oklahoma City. Uh, I came on the air that next day before any of these other. You know, big guys was talking about it, was even talking about a buyout for Carmelo Anthony. And I said, what does that say about Carmelo Anthony? That he wasn't even at the little party that Russ, I guess, had for Paul George. I came on here and said it the next day. Go back and rewind the tape. That I I knew it just felt funny, you know, that that it's supposed to be a big three, but... There were only two at the party. Now, I'm no rocket science. I'm no genius. But 
I can put two and two together, and that two and two do make four. Um, and I said it then. I said it on air. Like, what does that say about Carmelo Anthony that he's not even at the, even at the party? You know, it's just Paul George, um, Russell Westbrook. That's it. And Nas, they chilling with Nas and Carmelo Anthony, uh, putting 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 uh, making Twitter posts, talking about live your life. So I knew it was something up then. So now you know the reports are gonna come out. Um, and I said it. Um, I believe he'll be a good. He'll be a good. Um, he'll be a good fit for, um, the Lakers playing with LeBron. I mean, you think about it. He's gonna be Carmelo. Still is a natural scorer. He averaged sixteen points per game last year, about forty percent shooting. Uh, those numbers can easily go up. All he need to do is average about five more points. So now he's up to twenty one points per game. Now you're seeing a totally different mellow. Now people are talking about him a totally different way, even though it's only four or five points that he's going up. If he can give LeBron 20-some points a game, I think that would be formidable. I think the amount of open shots that he's going to be able to get off of a Rondo pass, off of a LeBron pass, off of a Lonzo Ball pass, I think he can get that average up to 21, 22 points per game. That's that's not um, a hard task to do. He just had a down year. Every You know, he can bounce back, and, and I think – Playing with the Lurkers, I believe he will be able to bounce back. Um, another thing that do, uh, another thing that that's gonna do for the Lakers as a whole for LeBron is gonna keep is gonna keep the pressure off of him as he don't have to be the only one scoring the basketball. I do believe Melo still have some good years left in him. Um, so I, you know, he's one of those guys. He's one of the most prolific scorers that the NBA has ever seen. We know Melo can get hot, and when he gets hot, he can he can light it up. Um, so I think him playing with 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 the playmakers, LeBron, uh, Rondo, and Lonzo, I think I think he can easily boost that average up. You know, I think he can be a formidable part for for that Laker team. Now he won't be a he won't be a superstar anymore. He 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 won't be a defensive help because he's he's never really played uh, much defense. But I do think if you can get Carmelo this year, you know you have a boatload of free agencies that's coming along next year. We have Jimmy Butler that's already expressing concern or expressing frustrations with Andrew Wiggins last year. You know, uh, and now now reports come out a couple of days ago that him and Carl Anthony Towns is having a little friction. Um, so. Um, who knows what Jimmy Butler can do? I think adding a piece like Jimmy Butler, another guy who can go get his own shot, another guy who is a two-way player, uh, one of the top two-way players in the game. Now adding him to a to a team that's already ready to play defense, I think that 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 that's also going to help LeBron. I mean, you got plenty of free agency. Kyrie Irving, you never know. I mean, he wanted to get out of out of Cleveland, but who knows? Maybe he just wanted to get out of Cleveland. Maybe it wasn't LeBron. I'm sure it was LeBron, but just for argument's sake, who says it wasn't just Cleveland, you know? Now, reports are saying he's going to go to New York, um, and we'll see how how that plays out with the uh, Boston Celtics and Kyrie Irving. But that's also another reason why a lot of people is not going to trade for Kawhi Leonard because it's like, why why would I get a player that's already expressed interest in not wanting to play for my team? He's already expressed interest to play for another team in another city. So we'll see how the Kawhi Leonard situation go. If if it was me, I would not uh, bet the house on on um, having Kawhi Leonard, and that's just supposed to automatically make them, you know, this world this world beater. They're still going to lose to the to the Golden State Warriors. So why would you gut your whole roster in in hopes of getting a guy who one you don't even know which version of him you're going to get. You know, you don't know w- what's going to happen. So. 
why would you gut your roster in order to get him when, one, you have the leverage right now because regardless of what people say about Paul George, you know, look at what he did, you know, Paul George never expressed concern of not wanting to be in Oklahoma City. Paul George has never requested to sit out or threatened to sit out if he if he was on the Oklahoma City Thunder roster next year. So, yeah, I get it. Paul George said he wanted to be a Laker before he was traded to um, Oklahoma City, and look what happened. He stayed. I get it, but the comparisons are totally different when you're dealing with a guy who who wanted to get out of Indiana. You know, that's like saying, well, yeah, he stayed in Indiana, you know, even though he said he wanted to be in L.A. No, he wanted to get out of Indiana because Indiana wasn't consulting him in any of the big moves they were making. They were just trading guys away and not including him in any discussion. If I'm supposed to be your franchise guy, you're supposed to be building pieces around me. I mean, wouldn't you think that you would want to check check with me? And that's what I, that's another thing I don't like, you know, about the um, the the notion that, LeBron has to be consulted with every you don't think that 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 these people that these that these GMs and these owners are checking with their top players if I'm your top player and you're supposed to be building around me shouldn't I have a a say so you shouldn't have to do what do what I say do because ultimately you're the boss you you is your team you the one spending the money but shouldn't you want to include your star player hey man like what do you think about this you know I'm thinking you know and I'm sure and I said it after after it happened after LeBron announced that he was going to go to L.A., I said it, you know, when the reports came out, you know, that Magic met with LeBron for three hours at his house, I said it then. You don't think that Magic already sat down with LeBron and told them the pieces that they already, that they was already thinking that they were going to make? You're crazy. LeBron don't sign there unless he already know that there's a vision. Like, I know he wanted to be in L.A. He wanted to, to be in the sunset. And, you know, his son was going to that school. And, you know, I, I get all that. I, I, I get all that. But he also wanted to win. And he he's not he wasn't just going to come to the Lakers just because it was the Lakers. He was going to come to the Lakers, one, because he liked it. And, two, he knew the guy that was running the show, Magic Johnson, Rob Palenka. These guys are actually making move to want to win. So, you know, I don't think that the Lakers should be in a rush to to you know to get a superstar because because when you're in a rush, that's when you're gonna overpay for one. And I think if they trade for Kawhi Leonard, they're gonna overpay for him unless they're smart about it. I would not give up Ingram, Kuzma, Hart, or Ingram, Ku, or Ingram, Hart, and Lonzo in two picks just to get a, a Kawhi Leonard. He's not that good. He 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 is not that good. If you're giving up all of that just to say what? Where's the bench going to come from? Who are you going to get to fill up the bench? So, I don't I don't I don't see I don't see that working. But I do see Carmelo fitting in nice with him and he's going to be I don't think he'll be that much of a cap hit because he will be playing uh under a small contract, i.e. like Boogie Cousins, of you know, he'll be playing on that mid-level deal. So, you know, he don't really hurt your team, you know, because you don't really have to give up anything to get him. It's almost like it's almost like the the Golden State Warriors situation. They're like, man, we gave up JaVale McGee to get Boogie Cousins. Like, we win either way. Because, one, we getting JaVale off our books. And, two, we getting... Arguably, when when healthy, the best center in the NBA. 
So, I mean, this guy's getting you 40-something and 20. I mean, this guy's a monster when, when healthy. Now, who's saying that he, even if he can or can't get back to that, let's say he don't get back to, to the boogie that we know. What did the Warriors lose and get him? They still got rid of JaVale McGee. They still got rid of JaVale McGee. So, you know, the Warriors doing it right. I advise the Lakers to do the same thing. You got a chance to go get Carmelo one of the game's pro- prolific scores. He He's going to be playing with his best friend. Of course, his spirits are going to be up. You know, you're going to get the best version of Melo because he know he's, he, he, you know, he knows that he's going to get the ball because LeBron will find him. Rondo will find him. Lonzo like to push the pace. Lonzo will find him. So you may get the best version of Carmelo that you can actually get. And you get him for cheap. For nothing. You don't have to give up anything. As far as I know, I'm not an expert on the CBA, the collective bargaining, the, you know, the cap room situation. Um, but I'm pretty sure he would be signed under the, 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 the league veteran, veteran minimum. Um, and I believe they said the Lakers have about $10 million to spend or something like that. Uh, I can't remember the exact numbers. But you sign Carmelo and you getting him for nothing basically because you can sign him to a one-year deal. He can probably bet on himself. He's getting his money. So you don't care. Oklahoma city still has to pay him his 27 million. So, um, he's going to be getting his money. Um, he's going to be in LA. He's going to be with LeBron. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna, uh, so it's, it is essentially be a one-year rental, a one-year rental. And if I can get a one-year rental of, of, um, if I can get a one-year rental of Carmelo Anthony playing with a LeBron James, sign me up any day of the week. Sign me up. One-year rental? If 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 he don't perform, it doesn't matter. He wasn't winning the championship anyways. If he works, cool. Maybe we can sign him into a little extension, a two-year deal or something like that, um, third-year option or something like that, and you'll still have enough cap room to, to be able to sign a max free agent next year. So you will have LeBron, a max free agent, and Carmelo without having to gut your whole roster because Luau Dane contract could be gone by then. You can just sign some. You can just cut some of these other guys that's, that's, that's that has like a one million dollar hit to the cap or two million dollar hit to the cap, and you get to still keep your young core. So, I like what the Lakers are doing right now. I like that they are slow playing everything, waiting to stuff come out. Uh, there's some still some veterans out there that they can fill up the roster, but why not Carmelo? He's there. Uh, we'll see what Magic Johnson and Rob Polinka do. Uh, I'm sure that they probably hitting up LeBron, asking them about Melo. I'm sure. Um, but I like that LeBron is also kind of staying out of it because that way, if stuff do go wrong, which it will, they're not going to win the championship this year. Uh, because the first thing people like to say is this is the team that LeBron wanted. He wanted this. Now, I now, I know plenty of people. I've seen plenty of people talk about it. Saying that this is Magic Johnson is running the show. Let us show you how a real front office do it. So I don't want to hear none of these people, you know, uh, come playoff time and come midseason talking about these are the bombs that he wanted to play with. And, you know, he picked this team and he wanted this because from the reports, he's been sitting out of it. He hadn't had a say-so in any of this. So, um, 
So we're going to be watching that. We're going to see the moves that Magic is going to be making. We're going to see, uh, of course, like I said a million times, everybody already know this. They're not winning this year. So this this year is basically about, about seeing what you have and seeing how hard these young guys fight. Unless you get a good, unless you get a good deal for Kawhi, I'm not in favor of the Kawhi deal. I'm more of a Dame Lillard, uh, hoping they, they that they go that way, Dame Lillard type. Because I think, um, while Kawhi Leonard is one of the best two-way players in the game, I don't see him as a top five player in, in the league. I said me personally, I don't see him as a top ten player in the league. That's just how I feel. That's just my opinion. Um, but um, I think if you get a guy like Dame Lillard, a guy who LeBron has already express you know infatuation for almost uh if you remember the interview from last season when when they asked him about is Dame Lillard appreciated and all that other stuff uh so you know that he'll want to play there Dame Lillard on Twitter the other day uh, I said this the other day Dame Lillard on Twitter when I was strolling through you know the tweet that's been up on 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 Sports Center for two days about him saying he typically a happy camper if you know when the fans asked him about if the Lakers would trade for him would he be happy so that gives LeBron another score. And I think that's what he needs. You know, they've been giving him, you know, they said from the reports that Magic is trying to surround LeBron with playmakers and defenders instead of instead of scores. That's actually a good, a pretty good idea because uh, the less, I've always said this, man, um, if you just watch LeBron, and I'm an avid LeBron watcher, you know, I normally catch just about every game that's that that, that he plays, but he's t- he tend to be, more more passive when he have more superstars on the team around him and it's almost like he it's almost like he he defers because he's trying to keep the superstars happy you know what i'm saying you know uh obviously he's still ball dominant he's still going to do his thing i'm not saying he's not ball dominant i'm not saying that you know he has the ball less in his hand when he has superstars but in times of the game where he should take over when he has superstars, that's when he tends to defer. I've noticed with LeBron, i.e. this year, i.e. the year Kyrie and Kevin Love both went down, um, I you see the best LeBron in, in those years. You see the best LeBron come out when he don't have anybody else to turn to because it's almost like he gets backed up in a corner where he has no choice but to perform because it's me. And he don't want to really get embarrassed. So... You will see a different LeBron, you know, say when they're up 2-0 in a series and when they're down 0-2 in a series or 0-1. You see the urgency level pick up a little bit. You see him start to be be more aggressive in initiating the offense instead of looking for somebody to pass the ball to. So I think the less superstars you surround him with, the better LeBron you're going to get. But I also don't think that you just need to surround him with bums or guys that can't play, you know. I think you get him a lot of good veterans, you know, and that's how that team won in Miami. When you when 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 you sit down and think about it, um, Chris Bosh, D Wade, and LeBron, obviously the heavy hitters, and you know you had guys like like Ray Allen, Mike uh, Shane Battier, Mike Miller, Birdman. You know you had guys that actually that could step in and actually you know be be serviceable because these guys has been around in the league, you know. A, a, a long time. So I think the less superstars you surround LeBron with, the better LeBron you're going to get. But I guess in this era of, you know, the Golden State Warrior basketball, when they have four all-stars and could potentially have another all-star in their lineup by um, all-star break, I think uh, you got no choice but to add superstars to that team. But I, I actually like what, 
I actually like what Magic doing. We'll see. We'll keep news on on the Carmelo Anthony. I'm sure something to break probably within the next week or so. Uh, going on with um, with uh Carmelo Anthony. Now I said yesterday on the show, man. Uh, I knew we were gonna blow. This LeBron hasn't talked to Luke thing out of proportion. And I'm just. Do we do this with anybody else? Honestly. Do we do this with anybody else that they haven't talked to the coach yet? Do we do it with anybody else? We haven't had reports yet that Boogie has talked to Steve Kerr or Kerr talked to Boogie. Like, do we only do this when it comes to LeBron? Like, do we only do this stuff when it comes to LeBron, it is it's it is it is crazy to me. This man is on vacation. Why why should I have to call Luke? We got all summer to talk. We we got all summer to talk. Knowing LeBron, he's he's normally there for some of the summer league games. Um he, he may or may not make a summer league game uh this year, but we got all summer to talk. Can I just enjoy my vacation? Because that's all I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to enjoy my vacation with my wife. And we we worrying about whether or not he talked to Luke Walton. Whether that's a sign that because he hasn't said anything to him. Well, we already know that when he when he called his agent to call the magic, when 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 he told Maverick and all those guys to call uh Rich Paul, when he told them to call the Lakers, he was already getting on a plane to go to Italy or a boat to go to Italy. Why do I need to call Luke Walton? I don't need to talk to Luke. Luke ain't making no front office decisions. I'm LeBron. Like, whether you like it or not, I'm LeBron. You, Luke, Luke Walton ain't making no ain't making no no player decisions outside of starting starting rotation and all that other stuff. We don't need to talk about no starting rotation right now. Cause I guarantee you, this won't be the same roster that they take into. The um the NBA season. What I need to talk to Luke for. I'm talking to the guy that matters. I'm talking to the guys that pulling the strings. I'm talking to the guy that actually signing players. That's who I need to talk to. I need to talk to Luke right now. And I'm sure he's not even talking to Magic right now. Outside of that three hour meeting, I'm pretty sure that, that they had on Saturday night before he boarded that plane to go to Italy or boarded the boat, whatever he did to go to Italy. I'm pretty sure he hasn't had contact with none of these guys right now. And even if you have, so what? Who cares? It's Luke Walton. Like, you know, he, it's it's Luke, bro. Like, it's Luke. It, it is Luke that we talking about. I'll talk to you, bro, whenever I get back. I don't need to talk to you right now. I don't. Because you are, you are irrelevant in what I'm trying to do right now. Until this, until this basketball season start, or we go to training camp, or we do whatever, you're irrelevant right now. I need to talk to Magic. That's who I need to talk to. So I'll talk to Luke whenever I get back. Now, keep it right here, man, because this thing just irks me. Um, the stigma that we put on Grayson Allen, you know, all I seen last night was Grayson Allen gets into it with Trey Young. Why why Trey Young couldn't get into it with um Grayson Allen? Because all I you know, all I seen from the video was 
Trey Young tried to Grayson Allen is playing tight defense. I like it. Tough defense. Put putting your body on them, bumping you a little bit. That's cool. That's basketball. You know that little friend, that little that little competitive little little hip thrust at you. I like that. That's cool. But you see Trey Young try to do that silly rip, and I hate it. I hope the NBA. Oh my God, nothing else in the NBA really aggravates me more than seeing them call fouls, shooting fouls on those little rip throughs. That just boils. Well, it, listen, it, it kills me. I, I, I'm really hoping the NBA stops that. I'm really hope that they start calling offensive fouls for for doing that. I don't like when they when when they pump fake, getting the player up in there, and then they literally diving into the other. The, the, you, you're not even shooting the basketball. You're not even shooting the basketball. You get a you you pump fake a guy. A guy is doing everything he can to avoid you, and you can literally dive into him. And they call it offensive foul. Listen, I get that we're trying to promote points, and I get that you know seeing the ball go through the basket is really exciting to people. Nobody is out there for defense. I get it, but can you stop handicapping the defense? I can't even jump straight up in the air on a pump fake because you can just dive right into me, and you're gonna get the offensive foul. Trey Young last night, because Kevin Durant do it the most. That little rip-through shot, and they always call it shooting foul. He tried to do that to Grayson Allen, and Grayson Allen didn't, didn't allow it, and then he gets mad. And everybody says Grayson Allen just because it's past history at Duke with tripping guys or whatever. Like, people, what I don't understand about people is people don't know how to judge you on your actions right now. Because if you have a past, that's the only thing they, that, that, that they try to reach to. That's the only thing that they can hold on to of what you've done in the past instead of instead of judging the play for, for what it was. It's a lazy attempt at, at, at going to the free throw line using the rip through. I hate it. I hate it. Now, I say we was going to do the AFC today and uh but we're gonna definitely um we're gonna do the AFC the the AFC tomorrow but we definitely gonna keep keep track of uh of what's going down in the uh in the NBA with all the um with all the, the with all the, the the trades and free agency news going on. Uh that's gonna be it for today guys. Make sure that you tune in to the Unpopular Opinion podcast every single weekday. Monday through Friday, right here with your host, Grand Hefe. I will see you guys on Monday.